Hey, idiots, come on. <laughs> Shit. Well, where was, the, where like, were you at? Oh, I, are, were you I was doing, like, this fool's going to lose. We're doing a slide? We're doing a slide. Yeah, slide. Doing a slide. Doing okay, slide. you can have a slide, uh, you know. Rocky's going to miss. Oh, I know. Uh, uh, it was her. <laughs> she forgot. She did a San Diego way. <laughs> Yo, DJ in and out. Yeah. Cut the music. Hey, that's my job. <laughs> Drop right. that shit. Drop All that right. gangster motherfucking Wait, shit. Are we playing a song today? Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, we getting freaky today. Here we go. <laughs> my mom said I need a little mic to see my pretty face. Because that's how I like this. <laughs> there you go, mom. Please you. Everybody hit that body roll. Mm. How's it go? Mm. Mm. I want to show you, baby. Go ahead, Rocky. <laughs> you like that shit, Joe? Yes. I'm making you straight? <laughs> never so, that. So you don't go to how? Never that. Stupid quote. I never fucking said that shit. Oh, wow. We're not going to talk about it. We're, we're, we're we not, will later. Oh, we are done with that conversation. We will later. We're not. We're done. We will later. We're fucking Stay done. tuned, y'all. No, we're not. Stay tuned. I swear we're done with that whole church. Wait, no, we're not. You didn't even Thank talk. You, novel. you had no fucking Thank say you, so, idiot. Yo, let's get into it right now. That's what she said. Come on. <laughs> That's what he said. Come on. <laughs> let's just start with the Come week. On. Let's start with the weekend shit. Yeah. Let's, let's get Nava out of the way. Okay. Nava, what'd you do for the weekend? Okay. So, oh, um. Uh, <laughs> you're, all right. Oh, you know what? I was in Arizona. Boo. Boo. Oh, AZ. One of our guests, a good viewer, uh -huh. he told me when you talk to boo you right away. So oh, I had to boo you. Who? Haters. <laughs> no, boo. No, no, I know, but who? He goes by the name of Instagram name of 7th Street, Street Barber. I think his name is Vic at Empire Barbershop. Oh, my God. He goes, I fucking hate novel. Boom, when he talks, please. Yeah. Fuck so you, Vic. <laughs> Fuck you, Vic. Fuck you, Vic. <laughs> okay, you want to talk? There you talk. So. All right, what did you do this weekend? Uh, I was in Arizona. Wait, was it this weekend? Don't look at me. I'm not your fucking Fuck. chick. All right, let's move it along. Uh, speaking of Keith Sweat. Um, this weekend, I actually got to interview him finally for the first shut time. The fuck up. Wow. I did. So shout out to Bobby D Presents oh, yeah. uh, for throwing the sickest concert. Check and that out winner, at and the Bobby winner. D Presents. Yes, and our winner Jay Love, who went out there had a great time, and we will do more ticket giveaways. So shout out to Bobby D. Yeah. What about you, oh, Wild Coachella Man? Tickets, oh, everything. Oh, what about you, Wild Man? Well, I went to Vegas. Okay. Um, but let me tell you what he happened. He cannot wait to tell this story. Look no, at his face. Look I got a face. story before the story. Okay, right. so, pre-story. Pre you know, I haven't been really dating lately. I haven't been posting at least, right? So I took some chick out last week. Well, so I told her, like, I'm going to get ready. And um, whatever, I'm going to take her out last week. I'm going to reboot out. Oh, leave my new cup. Oh, yeah. Right, Shout out to the person who made that. It's dope. So anyways, I'll take some chick out. I think it was like Thursday. I forgot what day it was, bro. And I go, okay, cool. So, so I was going to pick her up at like 8 o'clock. And then I'm running late. So I text her. I go, hey, I'm running a little bit late. I'll be there in a little bit. And she goes, she takes me back right away. She goes, cool. She goes, I'm fucking, I gotta take a big shit. So just take your time. <laughs> what? Wow. So I'm thinking, because she's like one of those Instagram models, like 50K followers and pretty uh. ass chick. So I'm thinking, okay, so her little brother or somebody got her phone was fucking around. Like, okay, like <laughs> somebody got her phone. She's probably in the shower, you know, sweet little angel, you know? <laughs> so I go and pick her up. I go, hey, who got your phone? Like, they said you're taking a big shit. She goes, no, my stomach's fucked up. That was me. <laughs> I was like, what on earth? So the whole night was ruined because I had to, I had to 
fucking visual. Like, <laughs> even though like I was done, I go, I'm never taking this fucking chick out again in my life. I was so the whole night was fucking ruined. I, I didn't. Want, I wanted to get in my car right there, like get out. I know you're listening, stupid girl. You're fucking trashy as fuck for saying wow. that shit. Wow. Never so, I'm taking her so out. So guys, guys, guys can, yeah, guys can talk about shits and I guys, never talk about shit. And guys yeah. could fart That's all the time. Right. I, have from a different era. I have homies that don't even say I'm gonna take a big shit. Nobody, who, I mean, she who shouldn't talks have, like this. She shouldn't have done that on the Not first date. Not even jail. Do the homies I mean, talk like geez. that? Get, yeah. Like what the fuck? That was intense. Seconds on the wall for talking like that. Ooh, what? I'm gonna take a big shit. Can you Ooh. show me her Instagram later? Just oh, so I, I can oh, get like, I an will. image. Just like yeah, you an know, image. Did you block her? Hey, can you can you tag her name when I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that She'll was never do that again. That was during the week. And okay. Two. What? Like, fucking. Okay, let's go to Vegas. What happened? Oh, so my. <laughs> oh yeah. So we went to Vegas. Me, you know, my cousin from Colorado. That I mean, all the strippers and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Shout you know, what's up, Albert? So he goes um. You know, he goes, hey, meet me in Vegas. Um, I'm, I'm going to go to Cardi B concert. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you there. I'm lying, of course. I don't fucking want to go. I don't even like Cardi B, you know? <laughs> Your story said so then, so yeah, then, right? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Love so, you, Cardi. <laughs> so look it. So he calls me. He goes, hey, so you're going to go to Vegas? I go, oh, I don't know. He's all, I already booked you a room. I already paid for your room already, so you're going. I was like, fuck, dude. Like, okay. Like, so I go, and I took, took the homie Triple G and his wife. They go to, they go, you want to go? Like, fuck it. So we go. And then he's at this pool party. I don't want to go to pool party. I go, I'm going to eat a Javier's before, like, because the, the Cardi B concert at nighttime. Mm-hmm. So I go, well, let's go eat a Javier's. Bomb ass Javier's, right? Fancy pants. I go there. Me, Tripp, there's like about six of us there. My cousin calls me. He goes, where are you guys at? I'm going to Javier's right here at the um, area. Where you, st- where, you, where you stay at, right? The Aria? Aria. Aria. The area? Areola? Aria. Yeah, you, yeah. you just said it wrong, but yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so we go there. We're eating Javier. My cousin goes, yeah, we're over here at Javier's. He goes, okay, cool. So he snuck in, bro, the restaurant, gave and paid for our fucking everybody's fucking meal and, and, and leaves. We didn't even know he paid for it. I love this guy. Ooh, <laughs> like, so I thought, what the fuck? He paid everybody's hobby air bill? Like, you know, um, Steve was there. He was our he was our producer before you. Um, with Steve, whatever. Um, so, anyways, we go to the fucking uh, concert. This chick didn't come on to 3:30 in the morning, bro. Duh. Duh! Duh! I'm supposed to know that? <laughs> so by then, I was fucking faded. And like, I was crying. I was cranberry, vodka, Red Bull, <laughs> all out. Yeah. You know, so it was, I had a blast though, man. It looked fun. And my cousin just bought bottles after bottles after bottles. Like, it, it just, like, it was, it did, fuck, bro. Like, I didn't spend $1 there. I love your cousin. Wow. I didn't, so he'll be here next week from Tuesday to Friday, so we gotta take him out. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to meet him. I'm so, going to send him my location everywhere. Are so, we taking him to Sam's? Are we taking him to Yard House? And beer? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take him to Yard coffee. House. <laughs> oh, speaking of, so like a couple of chicks that I talk I sound so stupid. Same yeah, you that I talk to. <laughs> oh, are you mean? I can't even backpedal Are you mean? No, nah, you can't. I can't. Right? dating three? You're going to pick the best one out I of all of them? I took him out of Yard House. You took him out of Yard House. There's some certain chicks that told me like, you better take me to fucking Yard House. Oh, oh my God. God. I feel like we're going to get sponsored by Yard House That'd be soon. cool. That'd be you awesome. Know, that'd be cool. Speaking of sponsors, real quick, let's go ahead and plug this in. Um, the Originals uh, is our sponsor once again, week number two. I brought you guys some little And I smoke now. Why I don't smoke? I'm going to start smoking. Ooh, you're going to grind? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That bump and grind. But anyway, shout out to The Originals. Make sure you guys are following them. It's family farm owned. They've been throwing out the best OG since the 90s. Good job, Rocky. And uh, follow them at at originals underscore California and at originals underscore LA shop. You're so good at that. Thank you. Shout yeah. out to Jimmy Jam. Happy birthday. That's my Jimmy. cousin. Happy That's birthday. the plug right there. 
Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Go ahead. Do your thing, Sammy Joe. All right. Right now, we're going to go ahead and introduce our guest. This is Dominique. Yeah, Dominique. Dominique coming all the way from San Diego. From Wales Vagina. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do they even get that joke? Yeah, I get okay. it. I didn't and, get it. No. He, San Diego people don't know that joke? Wales Vagina? Yeah, it's Anchorman. Anchorman? I got it. Jesus. Okay. Well, anyways, an Anchorman. <laughs> Let's all cancel this show real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was cool, guys. I'm sorry. San Diego Sammy Joe booked her on me. <laughs> San Diegoans don't know that joke. It's okay. But let's move on. Go fuck yourself. Let's move on. San Diegoans. San Diegoans. She came all the way from San Diego, and we got to give another clap for that because, I mean, we're getting serious around here. People are driving all the way from San Diego to to come tell their story, and she has such uh, an impactful, very uh, motivational story, and let's just dive into it. Yeah, well, I'll I'll start because... We asked people for their stories on Instagram. Right. And we got a shitload of stories, shitload of DMs. And everybody felt like, I didn't say, give me your saddest story. Like, <laughs> yeah. geez, like, I'm reading these stories fucking crying. Like, yeah. what the fuck? We can't like, cry every week, guys. So, um, but, but her story, it really, um, it really, like, stood out for me and Sammy and Novel. Like, let's get her on the show. Yeah, you know? it's a so. strong story, more than a sad story. So, we'll just start it off like this. Um, Dominique, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Basically, uh, let's start off with your mom's story. Okay. Okay, because this was at a young age, the age of? I was 11. Okay, so go ahead. So, okay, back in 1998, um, well, first of all, I'm born and raised in Escondido, California. So, um, it's like Northern County, San Diego. So, I lived there my whole life. Um, My mom, actually, we moved to Indio, Mm -hmm. California, by Palm Springs for her job. So, we were there for maybe about 10 months. Okay. So, um, just me, her, and my two younger sisters. Mm-hmm. So, she was doing really well for herself. She um, was excelling in her job. She bought a house all on her own. And so, that was, like, obviously, like, a huge achievement for her. For so sure. um, Single mom, right? Yeah, single mom. My dad was in prison at the time. So, she was, like, uh, everyone's, like, have a house party. Throw a housewarming party. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, she didn't want to do it. She didn't want to throw the housewarming party. It was, um, like, four days after my sister's seventh birthday. Okay. She was like, we just had her birthday party. Like, I should have done it together. We don't need a housewarming party. But we all kind of pressured her, so she ended up doing it. So family came from Escondido. Her coworkers came. Um, I don't remember, like, too much of that day. Mm -hmm. I do remember, like, everyone was in a good mood. Like, we're all setting up the party laughing. and you guys are pretty much celebrating that your mom just like bought, bought a house, house right okay yeah. okay so um later on in the night like you know drinks are people are drinking mm-hmm. my cousin he was 19 at the time he came up there with a few of his friends probably like four or five of his friends um one of my mom's co-workers he was handling the music and that song came on um play that funky music white boy Okay. Gotcha. So that song came on. And by then, my cousin, he was probably drunk. He made a comment and he said, yeah, play that funky music, white boy. Mm-hmm. And one of my mom's other coworkers, Hispanic, like, he, he took it wrong. He, you know, and so he called my cousin out, like, why are you talking to him like that? Da, 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 da. So there was an altercation. Okay. So my mom just asked all of them to leave. And even the white boy playing the, the, music. the music, he left too. And so it was just the family then. Um, Your cousin was still there? He was still there. He was actually, like, talking to some girl that my mom worked with. I okay. think they actually ended up back in the house. Um, what? This is what I remember up until the moment. Like, 
it was me, my mom, and my cousin Stephanie. We were like dancing. That Will Smith song was on, um, "Getting Jiggy with It." Okay. Oh, yeah. And my <laughs> mom was <laughs> my mom was telling my cousin, um, "Show me how to do the butterfly that mm-hmm. dance." She's like, "Show me how to do that dance," and really all laughing. And then some lady r- comes running in the backyard and she says, "Call the cops! There's a fight." And I just remember in that exact moment, the three of us just like we all locked eyes and like we all looked at each other and they ran out before me and I remember running out who's there oh my mom and my cousin okay. Every, well, everyone was running to the front right. but I specifically but they have to go before you right yeah okay. so it's kind of weird because I like I remember things but everyone was kind of like like blurred dots yeah and you're bit. 11 years old right yeah right. so we run through the house like I remember there was kids they were watching a movie and everyone's just like what's going on I get to the front yard and I see like all these guys fighting like huge brawl and um, I saw my cousin, she grabbed like a sprinkler thing and she went running. And that's when we heard a first gunshot. Um, somebody grabbed me and took me inside and someone was on the phone with the cops and they said, um, there's gunfire, there's the woman down, she's 32 years old. Wow, so it was only one shot. Well, then we heard two more. Okay. But the first shot did take the my mom shot. down, yeah. The first okay. one hit her. Um, so he was on the phone, and right in that moment, I was like, it was my mom. You knew like, I knew, because I knew. I'm like, it's her. I know yeah. it's her. So I try to go back out the front door, and then that's when my cousin, who initially made the first comment, he came running down the stairs, and I, I remember grabbing him. I was like, no, don't go outside. Don't go outside. He ran out there, and um, later to come find out, like, while that's going on, it's so weird, because I don't remember seeing anything, but from what they've told me, uh, my mom was, like, lying right there. But for some reason, I didn't see her. But um, she was lying down, I guess, and um, she, they were telling her, get up. It's over. After the two gunshots, the guys left. The two, And so they were telling her, get up, Raina. They used to call her. Her name's Lorraine, but they called her, we called her Raina. So they were saying, get up, Raina, get up. And then she, they said that she was just, like, holding herself. And they flipped her over, and then they saw the blood. It had hit her right oh. under her ribs. And um, my aunt lifted her head, and my cousin said, put her down, put her down. And they said, just hold on. Because the, we could hear sirens. Yeah, so ambulance, like, the ambulance on the way. is coming. And um, my cousins told me that the last thing she said was, tell the girls I love them. And she, she knew, like, she knew. Yeah. So that was going on outside. But meanwhile, they had taken all the kids upstairs, and I had seen, I could see the sirens from the, the window, and I heard the um, hospital helicopter coming. Okay. And in that moment, too, I, I knew, I was like, my mom's shot. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. I just remember I kept telling myself that. So everything kind of started calming down. My cousin came inside, and I, she had blood on her, her shorts. And I said, like, Steph, I know it's my mom. Like, just tell me, please. And she was crying. She couldn't talk. She just hugged me. And then my aunt came. And I'll never forget the way she embraced me because she just, like, held me like she's never held me before. And she, her head was on top of mine. She kissed me on my head. And, and I said, it, is my mom okay? And she said, she just cried. And she's told me, she's like, she's fine. You're going to see her in the morning. They took her to the hospital. Mm. You'll see her in the morning. Um, I was actually mad at her later on. Like, like saying for that. that? Yeah, but the reason why is they were waiting for my grandpa and my mom's older brother to come tell us the news. Gotcha. 
so of course like I couldn't sleep after that like knowing that my mom's in the hospital or thinking my mom's in the hospital she's just been shot so um I went downstairs and at that time some of my family had already started heading back to Escondido Mm -hmm. but when they heard what happened they turned around so they were on their way I started making a get well card for Mm -hmm. my mom because I'm thinking like I'm gonna go see her tomorrow yeah I remember I, I don't even know what time it was by then but I was making her a get well card Eventually, sometime I went to sleep, and then uh, the next morning, I wake up, and I walk downstairs. Everyone is there. Yeah. Like, my cousin's friends, my aunt and uncles, like, every people that weren't even at the party were there, and it was just silent. Over- overwhelming. It was just so silent. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking at me and my sister. My sisters are behind me. They're, you know, we all walk in order, and my grandpa stopped us, like, halfway down the stairs, and he sat us down, and he just said, your mommy's gone. Mm. And we just started bawling. And I, I don't really remember much, like, af- throughout that day. Mm-hmm. I do remember um, I was lying in my mom's bed, like, with my sisters, and we were just crying. But that's, that's honestly, like, the last thing I remember of that day. And I don't even remember, like, leaving the house or what yeah. we did after. I don't remember any of that. Did um, they end up finding the person who shot? They her? did. They um, three guys were later um, charged and convicted wow. with her murder, but it took four years of um, trials wow. to get them convicted. And did you have I to remember, go? That? I remember going back and forth, and at one point they wanted to put me on the stand just because I remembered so much. Like I remembered the car that pulled up. Wow. I remember who got out of the car, and I remember the girl that was driving. So um, they wanted to put me on the stand, but my grandpa, did, he said no. He didn't want me going through that. And I do remember the day that those guys got sentenced. Um, one of them, he he turned around and wanted to address her kids and apologize and I just remember my aunt saying don't look at him like put your head down yeah how did you feel did you feel angry did you feel did you get depressed or how did it make you feel after I don't remember being depressed I remember being like worried like what were you worried about my sisters Mm -hmm. like what what are we gonna do like who's gonna take care of us my my dad's in prison like how many siblings did you have um two younger sisters Okay. How much younger than you at that time? We're all two years apart. So I was 11, and then my other sister was 8, and then the youngest was 7. That's a lot for some young girls. Yeah. So So, I ended up raising you then. Yeah. yeah. Um, My mom's oldest sister, she ended up getting custody of us, her and my grandpa. So they were, my grandpa was our legal guardian, but my aunt was like our custodial person. Okay. So we lived with her. And so she basically took you guys under the wing. That's she like, took us in. At, um, at a young age, it's like, that's like your new mom. Whatnot. Right, yeah. She had, she had a daughter herself. So uh, my little cousin, I consider her to be my sister too because we yeah. grew up so close. But between my mom's oldest sister and her youngest sister, um, she helped. My her mom's youngest sister, she helped too. But um, it was mostly my aunt's oldest sister. And then um, it'll be five years this year that she actually passed away too wow that's so she, a lot. she had cancer oh, sorry and, to hear that. yeah so let's talk about um did, did you get to speak to your dad or did someone get to tell your dad or did how'd your dad find out you know I don't know how he found out but I remember he called okay and um he was just crying and I was crying but I was he I was mad at him because he was supposed to be there but he had gotten locked up two weeks prior so he how, was how long was he locked up for? 
he's been in and out, um, but that time he was out actually for a good while that time. And then he was supposed to go out to India with us. Like he got permission from his PO and all that to move and everything. And then he got locked up like two weeks prior to the shooting. Two weeks prior? Yeah. And oh. when did he get out anytime like soon after oh, that? Um, no, like, I think when was he, the next he time did he a couple him? years. Um, oh, okay. I think I was 14. Oh, okay. Well, was he out for a little bit? He was out for a little bit. Then he went back in. Cause, and then I didn't see him again until I think I was like 16, maybe 17. So what's your relationship with him, even though he's in and out? Like, what kind of relationship do you guys have? Is it good? Is it bad? I mean, it, it's good as far as we, we write to each other. He'll call every now and then. But as far as like a father-daughter relationship, that's non-existent. Because I feel like I see him more as a friend. I see. Like, I, I couldn't even tell you guys, like, what his favorite color is or uh, what gotcha. he likes to it's eat. Not like details. Grandpa, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Was your grandpa more your father figure? Anybody? A little bit. He He's, like, so old-fashioned. So he, he, no, I couldn't say he's my father figure either. So, so what's your dad's deal? What's, a, what's, why is he in and out of jail? What's his um, issues? He's been an active gay member since he was about 13. Mm. Um. He has a heroin addiction. I don't know when his addiction started, but he has a heroin addiction. I've seen him overdose twice. Wow. Um, he had a heart attack when he was, like, 30 because of all the drugs. and So he, he's been in a gang from Escondido his whole life. I, just, he, he, I think he's at the point where he's institutionalized. Yeah. So that's, that's the life he Were knows. you the only one there when you had, like, an overdose? No, my aunts, like, his sisters were there. Oh, but you seen it? It was kind of... Yeah, he was just like. Did it scare you a little bit? Yeah, hell yeah. He was just like laid just, out. Just on the, you or your sisters too? I don't think my sisters are there that night. Wow. He was just like laid out in the front yard. So you've like, had to see a lot of things. A lot. That's a lot already, and we're not even done. You're still a teenager. Yeah. At that point, yeah. Right. Jesus. Okay, well, let's move on to, to the next thing, which is your relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're not teenager. Or when actually you met your your boyfriend when you were a teenager, right? We we've known each other since we were like thirteen years old. Okay, his uncles are the, from the same neighborhood that my dad's from. He's from the same neighborhood that my dad's from. So we've all we have all these ties. Like mm-hmm. his, his uncles went to school with both my mom and dad. So um, we've known each other for a long time. But yeah, we didn't start dating. Seriously, I guess until I was like 19, 20. 19, 20. Okay. And what was that relationship like? I mean, in the beginning, I, you know, he, we started dating when he got out of jail. And so he, he got out of jail. Um, it was all fun and games in the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. we'd, how it usually is. Yeah. Like it, it was an attraction. Yeah. You guys having fun. Is it like weird that you dated somebody like kind of like your dad, gangs and all that? Well, I feel like they kind of like, don't they say, like, if you have daddy issues, like, you're drawn to, like, yeah. someone like your dad? I've heard that you know? before, yeah. yes. So, you don't know what else to follow. You've right. never seen, like, a good guy so, or a good father figure. Yeah, here's this guy getting out of jail. He's, like, tattoos, like, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was all fun and games in the beginning. Like, we'd go to the beach, just barbecue, like, chill in the park, like, normal stuff, whatever. And then you guys had kids. I got pregnant when I was 21. We actually got married, too, before I had the baby. Okay. Um, but that's pro- before I, ha- I got pregnant is when, before we were even married is when the abuse started. Okay. So what so, type of abuse are, are we talking about here? It first started with a slap. Okay. He, he well, okay, to answer your question, it was mental, physical, verbal, every form of abuse. Everything. But 
Yeah. But it started with the slap. It started with the slap. I remember the date. Um, he had this, like, studio in his mom's backyard. That's where he lived. That was mm-hmm. his room. So um, we were back there. I don't even know what we were arguing about, but we were arguing. And he slapped me. And I remember I just, like, I grabbed my phone and I took off. And I called his cousin. And I said, guess what he, like, he just slapped me. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Like, all my stuff is there. And I don't know what to do. So I went back to grab my stuff. And this was before or after the kid? Before. Oh, this before. was way before, oh, yeah. Wow. So I went back to get my stuff. And then um, as I was walking out the door, all these cops start coming from all angles of the backyard. He was getting raided. He had a PO check. Wow. Oh, wow. So I'm crying. Like, my makeup's everywhere. Like, obviously, I, I'm upset. And all these cops coming. His PO, like, grabs me. She's like, what's going on? Why are you crying? And... I was like, I'm having a family problem. Like, I, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And she's like, you can't leave until they're done searching him and da-da-da. Yeah. So I was sitting there and then... Um, what are you, like 18, 17? I, I was probably 20 at that time. Okay. okay. I was a little so bit a little bit before you guys got married and all that, this happened. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so they leave and then he, you know, he starts crying to me like, like, I need you. I, I need you to keep me straight. Like... I've never been with a girl like you. Like, you have your shit together. Like, I need you. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, hearing him say that, like, I need you. Yeah, he got vulnerable, and you you kind of you yeah. felt yeah. like you could help too. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I know, like, the correct term. He's a narcissist. That's of what course. he is. <laughs> but um, at the time, there I am, like, all gullible. Like, well, you care about him already. You've already built up all these feelings. Right. Um, yeah. So you, you weren't really upset with him for hitting you then. You just no, kind of let I that just, go. How long were you with him before the first time, before that slap? Um, we were probably together for like six months. Oh, okay. So yeah. So yeah, he showed you soon. that soon. Yeah. 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 Soon. yeah. yeah. Okay. And so fuck around, huh? did that did that continue <laughs> to be something that was very frequent, or was it some once you know, in a while type stuff? It was stuff? sporadic. Yeah. Sporadic. Like it wasn't it wasn't like in every week or you gotcha. know it was it was every once in a while, but it did escalate. Like they say, like you know, it, domestic violence always starts with something small, and mm-hmm. then. They see what they can get away with, and it, and it grows. And it, he grew, you know, but... Would you hit him back? Um, I started to, mm-hmm. like, years later. I, You know, I would throw plates at him. I'd throw dishes. I would hit him back. Girls like to throw shit. What's the worst <laughs> thing you've done as far as, like, hitting you? Like, Well, he's put a knife to my throat one time, but the worst... And this is a trip, because this is a... You guys, this Go is the day we got married. Wow. So this is the day I went and signed my life away to him. Um, we were arguing that morning again, who knows why. And, um, I'm at that time, I'm seven months pregnant and, um, with your first child with my first child. Yeah. Okay. On your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're not even supposed to see yes, him. I know some Ike Turner shit well, right here. We, we got <laughs> married through like court. Like we went oh, okay. to yeah. court. Okay. okay, cool. So, and like, I should have seen like even he, he was controlling because he didn't want anyone to be there. Like he didn't want my sisters to be there. Mm-hmm. He just wanted it to be us. That's a big red flag already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I went with him like, She's okay, young. Yeah. She, you're, you're young. You don't know. So yeah. we had like, um, reserved the date through the courthouse. So, mm-hmm. um, that morning we we're arguing. I go take a shower, and I told him I said I don't even think we should get married, and I think that ticked him off. And I went in the shower, and remember I'm seven months pregnant. He walks in, and he's like, "You don't want to marry me because I you're cheating on me, and that's not my kid." And he pushed me. Wow. In the shower, and you I fell, just you fell. 
Did you fall? Yeah, I hit yeah. my head on the, the faucet and I just remember like kind of just lying there for a little bit. Like, and I thought to myself, like, why am I letting this guy do this to me? Like, why? Yeah. And then sure enough, like he comes in, same old story. Apologize. He needs sorry. you. Sorry. Begging you. I know it's my baby and I'm sorry. Please, like, I got you this ring. I wanted to surprise you. Did you feel like you, okay, because it's the day of you getting mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you wanted to marry him or did you feel like I'm kind of trapped right now to marry him? I, yeah, I felt trapped. I knew yeah. I shouldn't. Like, deep down I knew I should not be doing this. You kind of felt scared yeah. after that push. Yeah. I can imagine that. But there I went. Yeah. Signed my life away. You should have felt yeah. that the first time you slept. Yeah. Will, uh, yeah. When was the last draw? Like, you know what? I had enough of this, and I got to walk away. So, I mean, here we are. Like, it, it went, I was with him on and off for, like, 10 years, and um, it just went on, and he cheated on me all the time. I was constantly, like, confronting girls and calling girls and finding condoms in his pockets, and I was just still there. And this is and when, this is, is this, like, in between uh, kids? Because you have three. It was in between, yeah. So the last straw, to answer your question, like, um, we had a house, and um, by then we had already had all the kids and he started um, falling into a meth habit. And um, I get, the best way I can sum up my relationship with him is um, this quote, I don't know if you guys heard it. Delay is the deadliest form of denial. Delay is the deadliest form of denial. And I, I feel like that. that's what I did. I, I delayed in yeah. my self-love. I delayed in my personal growth. I delayed in getting my kids out of this toxic environment. Why? Because I was in denial. Like, denial that I had this perfect marriage. I had a house. We have kids. Everything's going to be fine. He's going to change. Wake up. Like, yeah. you're living in fantasy land. Like, you don't got it like that. Like, yeah, it's not like that. Almost like a prisoner, kind of, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, in my own head, you know, like. Yeah, that's I, exactly what it is. You're a prisoner in your own head. And he, he would never go around my family, so they'd always ask, like, where, you know, where's he at? And I'd make excuses, like, he's working on his car, or he's at work, or he's wow. doing the, you know. Yeah. You are literally a ride-or-die chick. For sure. I know a lot of chicks say that on Instagram, ride-or-die, <laughs> but no, this is a ride-or-die but not in a good way. Right. Like, yeah. like, well, some people, some you're girls, the one that's dying. I was enabling like, him. Yeah. By, Big time. By doing and, that. A, and a lot of us are, are raised, um, when you're raised around, you know, either gang members or people involved in drugs or abu- abusers. And I would say for our culture, you know, because I wanted certain things when I didn't care if I got pregnant young. Yeah. I wanted to be married by 25. I, I, I would be with an older cholo. I would be down. Yeah. But you're kind of raised around it. You think it, things are okay yeah. for yeah. a long time until you learn about yourself. Right. Yeah, there was a time where, like, him and my dad had the same PO. Okay. And I'm over here, wow. like, thinking it's funny. Like, oh, my God, they, has, they have the same PO. Like, ha, ha, ha. I got you. Yeah, because you know? you're in that and mentality now, at the time. Yeah, and now it's like. It's kind of, you think it's funny back then, but now, like, you're, what the fuck? Like, right. that's so right. scandalous. Like, yeah. <laughs> Relationship goes on. Right. Are you yeah. still in? I mean, are you, I mean, still in contact? Um, well, you know, he he fell off really bad into his habit, and he's a just completely different person. Like, I I do give him credit in the sense that like he was always a provider. Like the bills were always paid. Like there was times where I didn't even work and I just took care of the kids. But um, he he fell into his habit really bad, and he he'll text me every now and then and i've done research like on meth addicts so mm-hmm. i feel like he texts me That's when good. when he's coming down 
because they're remorseful and you know they mm -hmm. they feel bad and very emotional. Yeah, I so, I, I done meth when I was young for a while mm -hmm. and it's, that come down is like jail talk almost. Okay, on some real shit, you get very emotional and sensitive. Yeah, so that's when I feel like he texts me because he he'll say like, um, "Have another kid, give me another kid." How many children and do I'm you like, have by him? Three. Yeah. What is and, the relationship with um, with your baby's dad and? And uh, the kids. There is no relationship at all. Um, he went a year without seeing them, or even he didn't call Do them on their birthdays. Do you feel after this podcast that, um, like, you're in jeopardy? Or are you gonna get in trouble by him by by students interview about him? I don't think so, just because he's so out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but one day um, he might not be out of it. Yeah, and come across this episode. He he's apologized for what he's done. He knows. Well, you're not really bashing him. You're yeah, I mean, I, I'm speaking the truth. Like, yeah. He, he knows what he's done. This is a so. real story. Yeah. So this is the truth. This is what really happened. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. What, um, for your kids, how do you explain that their father's not around? You know, this is probably bad on my part, but I've never really had a real conversation with them where, like, I've sat them down and, you know, but every, I've explained to them, like, you know, dad, Dad's busy. He he's doing his own thing now. How old are they? Right yeah, now? good question. I'll, uh, I'll ask that. Ten, seven, and five. Still young for that conversation. Yeah. Definitely. The ten-year-old yeah. maybe would under. Well, the ten-year-old would understand. I think they'll start asking when they get a little bit older, and yeah. then you can sit down and have that conversation. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like my uh, my oldest, my ten-year-old. She she's kind of aware. She was never really attached to him as it as it is. So she um sometimes my youngest daughter will be like i want to see dad and she'll say you can't see yeah. him it's usually the youngest mm. one that's more attached right and then the older one knows because they went through the most that shit. is actually kind of right, true yeah. right there what they you went said. through they I saw it that. all so well i feel like that's kind of like with me and my sisters too like i don't resent my dad but i don't look at him like oh my god my dad you, you know, don't put him on a daddy pedestal, on a pedestal right? do you think but drug addiction sister, is a um it's a disease it's a disease yeah. it is a disease it's i tell disease. everybody that I, yeah i see it, I, it's a disease bro i tell everybody i because my dad has cancer he was diagnosed yeah. with cancer like two years ago right so. now he still has it yeah what kind oh he has um it started in his liver and it moved to his lungs is that from drugs from the drugs probably because the liver is always from drugs and alcohol right oh, true, yeah yeah, so and he wasn't a drinker. He's more on the drugs, so he's he, locked up right now. Mm -hmm. He's he's doing life. Oh, okay. He eventually got himself. He had uh, two felonies, and then they got him on his third strike. Third strike. Yeah. Um, actually in prison. Oh, they sure. heard him like ordering some kind of call and yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, like conspiracy yeah. to commit murder. Um, wow. that was six years ago. Oh wow. He'll be 52 in November. How often, so, how often do you talk to him right now? Every couple of weeks. Like, you know, he, he wants and he wants and he wants. Like, put money on your phone so I can call you. Gotcha. And send me a package and do this. And it's he, like, Dad, yeah. I'm a single mom out here. Like, it's oh, hard it's out here, you know? Have, yeah. you, have you brought any um, new boyfriends around your kids? or No, attached? I made that a Are you rule. scared of that? I'm not scared. I just feel like I'm, that's my rule for myself. What's like, your rule? Don't I, bring them around ever? I, no, unless I, like, I'm with somebody for, like, I don't know, a year or two, maybe. And Someone like, to take serious. They're being around. really serious. Because I've dated. You think you're damaged? Not damaged in a bad way, but as far as your guards up crazy with guys? Because I seem like every guy in your life is like, dang, mm -hmm. you know? With, with all due respect. But, yeah, like, I you've think seen a lot it of was. Bad things. I think it was. But I, I'm at a place now where I know what I want. I know what I need. Mm -hmm. and what do you want? What do you need? 
<laughs> like, like you have goals, right? Yeah, I have goals. What are you goals? want better. You want better. I I want to give my kids what I didn't because for the longest time I was playing house with somebody who didn't want what I wanted. He didn't right. want to build. He didn't want to do any of that. And I was living a lie for a long time thinking that I was doing the right thing for my kids by having their mom and dad together. Right. And what was that transition like? Because you said he was a good provider. He paid the he bills. Was. Sometimes you didn't have to work. Right. How did it go from having someone to help you to just being a single mother of three? So we literally, um, you know, they say like when some, I've heard like when something's not good for you, like the universe will find some way to pull you apart mm -hmm. from that. And that's literally what happened because um, we rent, we were renting this house for a couple years and then the guy ended up wanting to sell. So, um, I, I tried getting places, but he wasn't working at the time. So it was just me, but you know, people want to see, I mean, he had his side hustles. So he was making money under the table, but he can't show. Yeah. They um, want to see it on paper. Pay stubs. Right, yeah. Right. So we literally, um, he, we lost the house. Um, I, his mom opened her doors to me and said, you know, you guys can come here. Like, he chose not to go with us. So mm. I went with um, his family, his mom and the kids. They went, we went to live with her. And he claimed he was couch surfing and sleeping in his car and all that. And that's when it kind of clicked to like, why would this person choose to sleep in his truck yeah. rather than be being at his with at house. his mom's with, with his, his kids? Children. You know, and me, like... And being there for you, someone who's been there for him while he's going through this madness. Yeah, Couch so, surfing at different girls' house. So his family's yeah, still involved in your, in your guys' lives, right? You know, I'm very blessed to have his mom in my life because she helps me with those kids more than my family does. That's awesome. Shout out to Grandma. And, yeah, big shout out to her because I'm super blessed to have her. Um, I feel like me and him cross paths, not just to bring the kids in the world, but I feel like I was meant to meet his mom because I feel like she, she's more my mother, I feel, than okay. she is to him, so. You kind of feel like that about your aunt too, though, right? Right, my aunt that passed, yeah. And I hate saying this, but I don't want to say that her death hit me harder, but I, I felt her death a, a lot more. Um, she, everyone has that person that's their backbone in their family, and yeah. she was our backbone, like, no one is the same after her death. Like, yeah. we don't even get together, like, on holidays anymore. Like, now it's just me, my sisters, and our kids. Like, yeah. you know, it's not extended family. It's not aunts and uncles and cousins. Like, it's just yeah. us because she's not here anymore. I mean, you were affected in, because um, I, I feel like you're so strong right now. Mm -hmm. uh, do you, are your sisters the same as you? Um, like, are they in, are a they sense, in the same sense? Um, my youngest sister, she's, what, how old is she, like, 27 now? Um She's still trying to find her place. She's still trying to get her, her feet grounded, but uh, she has her ups and downs. But for the most part, yeah, we're okay. Everyone's okay. Yeah, we're You think okay. you get, because your mom wasn't around from when you were 11 up, right? Right, yeah. So do you think you get, like, your mother um, instincts and all that from your aunt? Or how is that? How did you create, you know, know, yourself being a mom? I think it's a, a little bit of a mixture, maybe, mm -hmm. because I... I I mean, I, I hear myself saying things that, and I'm like, oh, like, I think my mom would say that, you know, oh, okay. but most of it does come from my aunt. Like, she was my rock. She was, she was my right hand. Like, she was everything to me, so. Wow. And she was like, That's and her death was hard, too, because my kids were around, so it was hard to have to explain to them that they're not going to see her anymore. Right. Like, she was like their grandma. 
Yeah. And of course, like I've taken them to my mom's grave and everything. And so they, they know what someone being dead means. Right. But for them to actually feel her loss, like that hurt me more too. For sure. So my mom and my aunt, they're buried together. They were, um, they had a huge bond as sisters, so. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's that's so much. It's pretty it's just, intense. Yeah. Yeah. Like I already heard the story, but like I feel it like really deep in my my chest right now. Um, how do you? Um, let's just talk about like the moral of your story and what you came to tell. Because to me, it was, this was more like a, a single mom going who went through all these things since she was a child just to make it out and still be going strong. Right. I mean, I've come a long way. Like, I, I feel like I don't give myself enough credit. Like, I should be patting myself on the back every day, but... I'll do it for you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. But um, I've come a long way. I was very codependent on my on my ex-husband. Oh, yeah, I did get divorced. Okay, so you did get divorced. <laughs> we, we did get legally divorced. I'm divorced. She's yeah. single okay. fella. Hello. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I've come a long way, like, from being so codependent on him and what he was providing. And there was times where I stayed because I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't afford to be on my own, you know? And I was in denial of what I was capable of. Yeah. And so here I am now, you know, three years later from being with him. Like, I have my own place. I pay my own bills. No one helps me. Obviously, he doesn't give me child support. So, I mean, I do everything on my own from picking up the kids, getting them ready, bathing them, everything. Buying their clothes, so all that. I do everything. That's a true single yeah. mama right there. Yeah. Yeah. For the single, ladies single, that are watching. Mama. You know, yeah. girls always say they're single. Yeah. I go, no, you're just no. single. You're in yeah. a single yeah. mom. The dad's still in the picture. Like, yeah. You're just, yeah. you're just single. And, and we have a lot of single moms out there who are using a lot of excuses to to be right. bad moms and to not, yeah. you know, they they feel yeah. um, victimized. Well, you have like a story right here. And you don't play the victim you know? at all. Yeah. Right. I, everyone, and you could. You and should. You're, and you're literally surrounded by, I mean, the men that you were surrounded by play victim that's why they're in the position that they're in right and you they're, haven't even taken any of that type of personality at all yeah with, like the path that you, with the path you've been through i mean is it for you is it hard to believe in a higher power as far as god like yeah like, i was gonna cause, ask cause with you, your... like you, you could easily say like there's no god there's no way yeah like, i got myself through yeah this. well i mean not even that too but just because like the evil you've seen in your right. life mm-hmm. you've seen so much darkness yeah and i feel like it. for somebody like you you could easily say hey don't don't preach to me i don't want to hear it yeah like, no i i mean um my mom, say my mom raised us earlier like oh, yeah. universe yeah. I'm like, I'm, i know how you feel about that i know yeah. <laughs> 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 i know i i'm a little I'm a little bit of both. My mom raised us Catholic. Like, we were baptized. We had, yeah. we did our communion and all that. My grandpa tried to continue it. But, I mean, there, there's there been times where I do turn to God because who else got me out of this situation besides me and, and God? And, yeah. you know, I've, there's this one time my cousin, she had her first baby. And I remember, like, oh, I know how it was when I had my first kid. I'm going to call her see how she's doing. So yeah. I'm like, how are you doing? She's like, well, I came to my mom's in the middle of the night. And I was like why like to me that was weird I'm like why like why aren't you at home taking care of your kid by yourself and she was like you know I just I needed that comfort for my mom you, you know the feeling and I like oh, I'm kind of like Jesus I, I don't she didn't realize right. yeah, 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 of course yeah. people don't realize when they talk tell you something but like that. in that exact moment I remember I said a little prayer and I, I'm like God should my kids ever need to have that feeling of comfort and compassion from a parent, please allow me to be there for them. 
You ever, um, you ever heard of old print, um, what's it called? The footprints in the sand kind yeah. of? Yeah. Where they say um, you're walking through the, on the sand, there's two footprints. When you go through times in God's the other footprint. But when you go through like a really, really bad time, it's only, and one, it's set. only one set. And yeah. you're like, the time that God, God where are you? you? That's when I was carrying you. Yeah. Like, you kind of feel like that a little bit? I mean, or, I have. Nah, I carry myself. I question my faith mostly because of losing my mom. Like, how are you going to take this good woman from yes. yeah, woman from three I mean, kids that's a, that's a legitimate question like, like how are you gonna do that you yeah. know like how are you yeah. gonna leave her three kids alone but i mean it's, it's that crazy an we, were, we were just talking about my sister and i were just talking about that today about about like the good dying young yeah mm -hmm. she was 32 she's that's how old i am now so oh wow you know wow. i was a little nervous turning 32 because i see a picture she's very pretty your mom thank you i look like her <laughs> She's really pretty. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, so um, I was a little nervous turning 32 because you know, like, you know, like history repeats itself. So like, here I am, 32 years old, yeah, single mom, three kids. Like, you know, everything was this, like yeah. the, the same. same. I'm like, oh my god, I was Scary. nervous turning 32. I didn't even celebrate actually because I was nervous. <laughs> kind of gave you like a nostalgia feeling yeah, of that. Like, yeah. So. Wow. That's that's crazy. This is this is such a good story to share. Is there um, any advice you want to give single moms out there or to anyone who's lost their mother, you know, oh. or has even their father? I mean, you went through so much. There's so much to name. It's like, don't, <laughs> don't stop. Abusive like, yeah. 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 Abusive one's crazy. Yeah, like, just like, don't give up. Faith, what, so, what's, yeah, your, don't, what's your don't message? Give up, like, Talk to the women out there yeah. that are going through abusive sure. relationships right now, whether it be verbal. Do you walk mm -hmm. away right away? Physical. If, if you had a choice and go back in time, I guess what he's saying is uh, the first thing you guys slap, would you walk away now knowing, like... Yeah. So yeah. you would say that to girls Especially right after um, the cops ran through and did a PO check, because that went on for a couple of years. Like, they would randomly come and raid us, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you knew what you were signing up with. Like, I know who who I, I was in bed with. I know who I was deciding to procreate with, and I still chose... I chose that. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not a victim. I chose that. Yeah. And it do, only gets bigger and bigger. Do you think you'd still be as strong as you are today if you wouldn't have gone through that 10-year period? No. You know, then sometimes people got to go through It made me stronger. Those it, trials. Yeah, yeah, it definitely did. It made me stronger. Yeah, as, as sad as your story is and all those things that were horrible that happened, it was meant to be. Right. You know, and you're a strong person now because of it. Yeah. So we applaud you. For sure. Almost definitely. Ooh, for sure. That, that's God, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way God in, works. In, in me being a big believer, I'll even say, like, to say that's God's plan. Like, for you to go through the trenches and, like, you know, like. He, ah. he built me for it. He built me yeah. to survive oh, it. So. And you held on. Survive the yeah. storm, baby. And I yeah. did it. So We're it done. Um, this is a really, I don't want to say a good episode because kind of sad at your expense. It's amazing. It's good. No, thank you for having you. This is yeah, good information to get out. You yeah. know, people are going through stuff. That's what this podcast is all about, right? And that's honestly, thank you guys for inviting I'm me. Thank you for having me. Street scholars, because yes. we're changing lives out here. And if you guys yes. are going through those relationships right now, there are numbers out there. There's people you can talk to. There you go. Hit Don't up be one another of us statistic. in the DM. There you go. Her Instagram will be on it, so you can. Yeah, this is proof right here. Go to her. Um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for subscribing. Thank yes. you guys for everything. Yeah. And thank you for being on the show. Thank, thank you, you so much. Me. Let's give her Dominic, guys. Hey. Thank you. Yeah.